What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Spilled Milk. If you're watching on YouTube, we have a little bit of a, a change in scenery, but hopefully you can enjoy the, the lion staring at you, behind you. But uh, if you're listening, thank you so much for tuning in. We have another fun episode for you planned, so let's just go right into it. Yes, sir. Okay, so my underwear story. So I went to my mom's <laughs> house, right? So I went to my mom's house on Friday night, and I stayed the night. And it was one of my f- favorite pairs of underwear. Okay. To preface, right? No, I, I have those too. Like, yeah. like yeah. it's yeah. black and it has watermelons on. Like it was like one of my favorite <laughs> pairs of underwear, yeah. right? And so I go to bed, just like normally. I just sleep in my underwear, right? So I go to bed. I wake up the next morning, just wide awake. Okay, great. I go get the shower going, grab grab all my kind of stuff. No one else is awake, and it's just me. And I had to go to the bathroom, right, before I get in the shower. So I go, and then I go to the bathroom, and then something like caught my eye in the mirror right and so i look back and the whole ass seam is wide open no. <laughs> like not not a little like the whole ass seam is wide open <laughs> and so i like take my underwear off and i look at it and like guys underwear has the like fold over little slit yeah. on all of them and i turn it around and it's the whole back of the underwear Dude. wide open <laughs> Like I literally stuck, could stick my hand through the like leg slot out the butt slot. And like, I could literally like tie this, the underwear around my hand. Yeah. Mr. Splice. (laughs) (laughs) I literally had to throw them away and I was really, I was actually really bummed, but like my, my, here was, here was, here was my concern. Was it like that all night? <laughs> and I slept in a bed with just my ass out all night? Or like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Because you sleep in your underwear, right? Yeah. Like, no shorts like I, yeah. I don't know when it split because I never heard it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm like all worried that I slept just it's basically. Bad. I know. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't want to sleep with my ass out. <laughs> just like bare cheeks in my bed. And like, like and then I'm all worried. It's like, if I fart? right like what if it wasn't a fart like right right? like then it's like uh oh dude i do that like when packing for vacations i'm like i've i haven't sharted in eight years but (laughs) what if this vacation is the time (laughs) dude i feel like that way on the plane like Uh, i'm not i like i don't have any issues like going to the bathroom on the plane at all but like i'm worried that if it's like what if there's like raging turbulence (laughs) <laughs> and, and my body just like the turbulence starts and we're like we gotta go now it's like what do you do you ha- i mean you have to get up right you have to you might be jumping around yeah. unintentionally in the bathroom like regardless like, of what they tell you like if you gotta go you gotta go yeah i mean it's not a law have you seen the key and peel skin yeah 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 the key and peel skin it's not a law i'm gonna go the fat <laughs> the fast and seatbelt sign Le- is on legal <laughs> but is it legal? <laughs> legal. Yeah, that's. I mean, just a quick random underwear story. But do guys worry about sharding a lot? No, I think it's. For me, it's like, like, like the vacation thing. Like, if I'm out on a three day vacation, I'm ba- I'm bringing seven pairs of underwear. Yeah, that's. Yes. I think that's how everyone is. Yeah. I literally. Some go, people don't. I know. It's crazy oh, to me. Like, if I'm gone for like four days, right? I'll yeah. be like, okay, so I'm traveling in one pair. Yeah. And then I'll have one for the next day. That's one, two, three, four. And then I'm like, and then I literally am like, I'll just throw two in there for yeah. fun. Just in case I shart myself twice on the <laughs> same day. I just, I think usually in my mind, it's like, well, what if we go like swimming or something? 
Oh. I'm not like, yeah, what no. if I sharp myself? No, I think about that. No, it's, it's always the sharp. <laughs> I've been cliff jumping a couple, like just like randomly you go cliff jumping in shorts and your underwear, but like, yeah, it's always nice. To, it's like socks, bro. Yeah. Like it's always like nice to have a couple pair, extra pair dry, of socks. And also yeah, there's nothing yeah. better than like going swimming unintentionally and like even like a chlorine pool and then showering and getting off fresh pair of clothes, yeah, dude. True. Oh, that feels so good. I love, I love the feeling too of like, when you get home from like a workout or like or from like a camping trip mm-hmm. and you take that first shower yeah. oh. and then you put on your like most comfy pair of sweats yeah. and like a hoodie yeah. and you're just like oh yeah. you're just all nice and you're mm-hmm. all cozy mm-hmm. that is a top, like top 10 feeling right yeah. there yeah or like when you really have to pee like you're on a road trip Ooh, yeah. you really have to yeah. pee and you finally can yeah. pee oh my gosh I love those feelings. And when you're really hungry and you get to eat something. Or when you're really thirsty, even more. I oh, my that's gosh. That's even better. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes I think I reach that point where I get so hungry that if I wait too long to eat, that first, those first several bites, they still just don't really. It doesn't feel like you're much. hungry. Yeah. But then, but then you're like five bites in and you realize that, damn, I was hungry. Yeah. 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 It's not like, is it your brain telling you you need food or is it your stomach telling you you need food? I think it's your brain. I agree. Because if it's your body not feeling the hunger anymore, then it's your brain saying, oh, shit, I haven't eaten today. Mm, that's true. That's true. Then what about like, if you go pee, is it your bladder or your brain? I think or any is everything? feeling is, comes from your brain. Like my bladder tells my brain I have to pee? Yeah. All um, the little like... I think. I mean, they're all they're, like really like interconnected. Like your, your neurotransmitters, are yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something has to send a signal to uh-huh. your brain to let you know to feel something. How, yeah. Like, how does that even make sense? A muscle, my bladder muscle sends a Dude, signal to my brain like saying, "Yo, insane. we gotta empty out." Like, yeah. what? The yeah. brain doesn't make sense. I've always thought about like compare the average intelligence level of someone today versus like 500 years ago. We would be geniuses. Yeah. Like explaining yeah. the Pythagorean theorem yeah. to somebody in England in like 1350, like but, we would be geniuses. But to them, they would think you're like a literal dumbass or like some crazy person who came up with some random shit. True. Yeah. Like what? What's the like who? I'm trying to think of like geniuses, like who the people like Einstein, mm-hmm. right? Oppenheimer, like certain people mm-hmm. that are like that are now seen as like so smart. It's like. If they were put in today, would they still be a genius? Yeah. Like, take away so. what they gave? Like, the theory of relativity or, like, Oppenheimer, like, created, like, one of the people that created the atomic bomb. Uh-huh. What, if, if, the, if the atomic bomb and, like, nuclear stuff never happened, like, would, and they found it now, do you think they would be a genius? Like, do you think it would... Yeah, absolutely. They'd probably I think, go I find think, something else. I think there would be more of a genius now. Because I feel yeah. like nowadays it's harder to, like, discover stuff. Ooh, so if, like, true. Oppenheimer was here today and he discovered the atomic bomb today or made it today, mm. he would be, like, even more of a genius. What about, like, gravity? Like, no way Isaac Newton, an apple fell on his head and he goes, huh, wait, I wonder why that happened. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, he, was he high? Was he, like... <laughs> Could have been. Did he, I mean, the dude sitting in a tr- under a tree... Yeah. On a random afternoon, no way he didn't like have wine or something. That's like with him, right? <laughs> like he was a little boozy, or like <laughs> that's like I feel like it's like a kind of like the fairy tale. Do you think that actually happened? I don't know, bro. I feel like that's like well, kinda, he's the one like out of proportion. Like, accredited, 
Well, that's what I'm saying. You is know? like, no way. He just goes, man, why does the apple fall? Yeah. And then think of gravity? Yeah, what? and then discovers like a whole math formulas yes like three different laws yeah like the law after what, an what, apple is, falls what is it like the law of like newton's laws of physics yeah like an object in motion has to stay in motion yes how would he know yeah that the, it's true the apple probably just triggered him to start thinking about it but i don't think that like right then and there he figured it all out mm. yeah i guess i could see it but like if you think like those, all of those, like the the first law of, or like one of the laws of physics is a thing in something in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by another force, yes. right? Yes. How can you test that on Earth? Because there's always friction, right? Well, like how does he create that law with like nothing? Was he just oh, that fair. smart? Because he fair. doesn't have these like billion dollar labs to test these. That's things. why they call them geniuses. They understand shit that like the regular yeah. body would never. Yeah, like the regular who's the, brain would never. Who's the guy that like created all those crazy machines? Not it's not Michelangelo, Da Vinci, like Leonardo Da Vinci. Was he not an artist? I don't know. He might have been. Da Vinci, da Vinci was, an, was artist. an artist, right? Like that. No way he wasn't like sober a hundred percent of the time, right? Like to get those crazy ideas. Wait, I'm so confused. Didn't he do like da a, Vinci like, a made para, machines? like a like a paraglider yeah. or something? Yeah, like, like he he like had a bunch of inventions like like a oh, paraglider. Really? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I don't think it was actually like technological oh, or okay. anything, but it was like a more of a physical like a paraglider. Like okay. That. Well like their technological though is like different from us. Because yeah, yeah. we think like computers. Yeah. yeah. They like think that. like a machine like a like a wooden machine. Yeah. Yeah. Like planes. The yeah, Wright brothers, they, they were like, I think if I have wings, I could be a bird. Yeah. You know? Like, what? Like, a plane wing is like, it cuts through the air, right? In the air. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. This is too much hypothetical for me. I've done too much thinking Planes today. Planes don't make sense to me either, though. Like, how can two fans lift 300 people? <laughs> you know? For 15 hours yeah, across an that's ocean? That's insane. Well, it's like buildings, though, too. It's like, the math going into the San Francisco Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if the poles weren't there and, like, the cords, it'd literally fall apart. Yeah. Why is a is a piece of metal able to hold up that much? Yeah. Like, what? A lot of things in this world don't make sense, honestly. You're not wrong. Yeah. I don't understand technology, honestly. Like, like computers? Yeah. Computers and, are and insane. phones? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like how the how can this little one millimeter by one millimeter chip yeah. power an entire like phone? You know. Yeah, and like, have you ever seen those people yeah. who mess around with those? I don't know what they're called, but those little it's like a little board almost, and you mm-hmm. stick the wires in different mm-hmm. like oh like it a circuit literally, board, yeah, like board? it just yeah. looks like a piece of plastic and wires, and you're just like sticking yeah wires and, and plastic, and then it like based on where you put them. things happen somehow. Yeah, yeah. That's is, a, yeah, and like coding, yeah. I don't get that. Coding, so, I mean, I've t- I've only taken a couple of coding classes, but like, all all from what I gathered is you basically type some stuff, and that's the like, the script for what you're trying to make, or like for the goal you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like I, I get that, but yeah, how how does that little like code? Do all these different things. Yeah, because yeah. you would assume that they're that program is also pre-coded to yeah. like you know, like if you type a certain sentence, it's gonna 
output a different thing. Well, because it all was originally like computers were all zeros and ones. Right. And so each one of those letters has a specific zero and one yeah. combination. Yeah. Or it's like video games. How can I sit in my house, right, in Denver? Yeah. Connect to an imaginary or through imagination, basically. Yeah, pretty to much. To a server. You're staring at a screen. Yeah, in Texas. That's then pinging it back to my screen yeah. in a live feed update with all wireless 60 up to like 100 other people in the same server. Yeah, like Wi-Fi in, even? In live time, like in real time. Like Wi-Fi, you plug it into something to a box outside that communicates to something wirelessly yeah. that then communicates back to your modem that connects to your phone wirelessly. Yeah. Like what? With like... Less than a second, some sometimes less than a, like a like a millisecond of yeah. loading time. That's crazy. Like, it's like instant. All right, a bit of a change of pace, but I have a potentially deep question. Do you guys think that you are a good friend? And if so, do you think that you've ever had a friend that was like as good of a friend as you are? I'd say I'm a good friend. I think I think I'm a good friend. Yeah. I feel like the people who say no to that question are like very mature. Like they they are mature enough to know that yeah. they're not a good friend. Yeah. I think that's with any any positive quality about yourself. Like if you're willing to admit that you are lacking in something, uh-huh. then you're like very self-aware yeah. and you're mature. Yeah, I would agree. I I mean, do you consider yourself a good friend, Kendall? I I would. I think that there's a lot of things that I know I'm not always the best at. And I think there are certain as like parts of being a friend that I think some, that I could be better at. But I think overall, I think that's one thing that I really pride myself on. Like overall, I do think that I'm a really good friend. Like when I'm when I consider myself really, really close to someone, there truly is like almost nothing that I wouldn't do for them. Okay. And what? I just think that I think about my friends in ways that honestly, like most people in my life don't think about me. Well, can you give an example? What do you like? What do you mean? Like, what's an attribute? An attribute? I don't know. I just think that I'm like the people in my life that I really care about. I just think that I'm really thoughtful of them. Like, I, I think I might, whether it's like picking up on something that they didn't have to tell you about like do you know what i mean like it's like if something's wrong like i can just tell and then i like will sit there on my own and try and like figure out like if i did something wrong or if something's going on in their life like or just like i don't know there's just like little things where i just feel like i really like consider their feelings on something like Mm -hmm. when they probably have no idea like that i even was thinking about it I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't have I a see, good example off the I top see of where my head. I see where you're going. I see where you're going with it. Do you... Okay. I mean, so you obviously consider yourself a good friend. Do you think that, like... You can use our intern friend group, but also your outside intern friend group. Like, do you think there's somebody who's as good of a friend as you, then? Um, I think that I could say that I have people in my life who are as good of a friend. I just think that their friendship towards me is different than my friendship towards them. 
Okay. Okay. I think what constitutes a good friend can mean a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that there are there are ways that I am a good friend to my friends that they're not as that they like don't do to the same level that I do. But also there are things that I think my friends will do for me that I don't always do to their level, you know? Mm. Yeah. What about you, Parse? Do you think you're a good friend? I think I think I am a good friend. Um, I think I'm a good friend in the sense that I feel like I look I look at other people and and treat other people better than I do myself. Mm. In that sense, mm-hmm. but like Kendall said, I think there are like like certain points where I'm a strong friend in, and there are weak points in my in my friend being ability. Okay, you know, I don't think there is. There's there's a lot of things that constitute being a good friend. And I don't think it's like I don't think it's something to say whether someone's a better friend based off of yeah. one thing, you know? Mhm. Well, I think there's different types of relationships. Yeah. Like your relationship with Kendall is different from your relationship with me. Yeah. Mhm. Definitely. Like to say that Kendall is a better friend than me, I feel like in some aspects, 100%. Right. But like in different ways, there might be things that I, I'm not necessarily better yeah. than Kendall, but yeah. it's more just like I pay or like I'll, I'll bring up the certain things to you. Yeah. Better than Kendall would, you know, and vice yeah. versa. There's certain things that you could talk to Kendall about that like, that not even me, just like another friend was just yeah. kind of like, yeah, just not hitched to the idea. I think better I friend is like, like pretty subjective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of a yeah. different like word to describe it because like mm-hmm. better is very right. Because I also just think that when someone is doing what they consider like being a good friend is to their friends, it's what they deem as a good friend. So it's like it's how they'd want their friends yeah. to treat them. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean to that receiving person mm-hmm. that that's what they constitute as like being a good right. friend. So it's hard to say. But I guess, like, with my question, to reword it better, it's, like, if you were to duplicate yourself and it's, like, exactly you personality-wise and, like, your heart and stuff, but it they just, like, are a different person and they look different and they were your friend, like, do you think that you would really benefit from having yourself as a friend in your own life, basically? Like, do you think that that would be something that you've never had before? the way that you would be a friend to yourself? Do you think anyone else in your life is a friend to you the way that you're a friend to other people? I don't know if I'd want myself as a friend because all of my issues, they won't be able to solve them because it's... It's they, the same issues. They, they, It's like the same issues, but also it's like they haven't figured it out yet. Right. Like I haven't figured out my issues, so I don't know how myself would be. But I don't think friends necessarily have to solve your issues i don't think any of my friends like solve my issues and i don't say that in a mean way or to like not mm-hmm. my friends i think it's more like but my friends are people where when i have an issue i go to them and i feel not alone in dealing with that issue and they they can give me insight and help me start to like solve it but ultimately i think with most problems in your life it's only you who can solve mm-hmm. it yeah, maybe solve the problems wrong. I'm thinking like my I I meant it more in the sense of like 
I like multiple perspectives, but they wouldn't be able to give me a perspective mm. to potentially aid me in solving my problem. So it's not them solving my problem, but like giving myself perspective on a problem that I face, I feel like wouldn't work because I see this, I would see the same way. I guess think of it more as in the sense of like when you're sad, like the way that you would comfort someone, mm. like would you be happy to have a friend who comforts you the way that you comfort other people like things like that yeah i think that's just being a giver yeah just being nice i don't necessarily think i would like benefit to benefit from having myself as a friend but i don't at all think that it would be like like a bad thing to have myself as yeah like it would just be another friend Mm -hmm. who like offers you something different yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, I want different perspectives. But if I'm comparing myself to, like, the whole world, I would say I'm an average friend, you know? Like, there's there's always room for improvement. Yeah, in, of course. In all fields. And I think there are, like, many people out in the world who are close to being a perfect friend. And I'm definitely not there, mm-hmm. you know? What do you think you could do better as a friend? Like, where do you think that you lack personally? I really don't know, but I know I do lack. Interesting. Yeah. What about you, Austin? On which question? What do you think you lack and or have in your ability to be a friend that other people like? Um, I want to say I'm really good at empathy, but I feel like I'm... Like I have, I lack an empathy at the same time because like I try to listen, like I know I'm really good at listening, but like empathizing with that person mm. is something, but it's like, it's something that I struggle with. But like at the same time, I don't know. Cause like I, there's certain things that like I'm never going to be able to empathize with. Sure. Yeah. Just, that's just who I am and where I am in my life. I can't empathize with people, but I feel like maybe like what's to bridge the gap between like just listening and empathizing somewhere in the middle. Like I'm not mm. just like listening. Just, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I'm on uh-huh. the, like the same wavelength. Like I know how to empathize. I don't know how to verbalize my empathy. Mm. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to like, if someone, like if someone has like some very tragic life thing happened that I have not, like, it's very hard to empathize with that. Yeah. You know, but it's like all you can do is like listen and just be like, "Hey, if you want to chat or like, yeah. I'll help you out with like if you're struggling with something, mm-hmm. I'll I'll try to help you." But it's hard for me to like empathize with certain things because of that, especially with something like that. It's kind of it's there's there's like a fine line where you don't want to tell them what to do, but then mm-hmm. there's also like advice that you want to give them. Yes, mm-hmm. and but have them like hear it, right? You know, and that depends on the person that you're talking to too. Yeah. I don't necessarily think, though, that there's anything wrong with not being able to empathize just because, like, if you don't understand something, you don't understand it. And, like, there's no fault in that. I think what's more important is being able to sympathize, if anything. And just, Mm -hmm. like, I guess for me, like, I feel like when I see people in my life who I really love and they're hurting really bad, I feel like I don't necessarily understand the feelings that they're feeling. But it genuinely hurts me so bad me to mm-hmm. see them hurt. Mm-hmm. And I like 
will sit them with there as long as they need and like feel sad with them even if it's not sad over the same thing yeah and sometimes it's sad over them being sad yeah yeah but sometimes i like i think i just have certain friendships in my life where sometimes it feels like i feel that way with them like where their pain really hurts me and sometimes i feel like with certain people in my life when i'm hurting it's kind of like something that they're really able to just like brush past and i don't think that that's because like they don't care or anything i think most of the time it's usually because they just like they're they don't really know what to say or do and i i get that but i think like it's sometimes i think it's just hard for me to on to like recognize that people are friends in different ways and like just because someone doesn't show their love for me in the way that I show love for them. Like I sometimes I, I'll take it as like they don't love me as much as I love. Uh-huh. But I know that's not true. Right. And I yeah, I just brought this conversation because I think this is something I've just been thinking about a lot lately. Like when you know, when you're just like kind of reflecting on all of these different relationships in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like Yeah, I mean everyone loves in different ways. Yeah. You know? I love both of you guys in different ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. You can keep going. <laughs> I was, just, I was like, just agreeing with you. It's just like that's that's how all relationships work. Whether, whether it's like a like a like a love relationship or a friendship relationship or a family relationship or there there like me I I love different people in different ways. Mm-hmm. Whether they're friends or family or you know past lovers but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was so like uncomfortable to watch you say that. yeah and I... I do feel that from from my friends and family too like mm-hmm. the, like i do feel different types of love yeah that mm-hmm. i get from them i feel that way too and i i feel like sometimes it's just like it's hard for me to accept that almost just because i think when I I think I'm just someone personally who tries to be one of those friends where you I don't want to be someone where it's like people only come to me for like one specific thing because you know I I think we all have that we have friends that we go to for different reasons and I think I try to be someone where obviously I'm probably never gonna be that person where it's like everyone feels comfortable to go for me to me for everything in the world but I like try to be someone who can where like people can come to for multiple different things Uh And I think when I feel close to someone, I like want them to be that person in my life too, where I can go to them for so many different things, but I don't always feel that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when, I think when I just feel close to someone in general, it's like when something really bad happens or something, it's like I want to go to them, but I don't feel like that's like the kind of relationship we have. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it, I guess that raises a question for me, like, can you like, push a friendship where you don't normally like have that kind of relationship like can you make it that kind or is it something that like can't be forced and you should just like accept it how it is and i think that's the difference between like a really close friendship that you have and like some random classmate that you meet and i would consider some of my classmates friends but like it's not necessarily like forcing like those those like friendships to develop but they do develop mm-hmm. and and they can happen with those closer friends more more often than than with those random classmates that mm-hmm. you meet, you know, or those random coworkers that you still consider friends. 
But I mean, with those not as close friends, I think you can still develop those relationships too into being closer of friends. And I feel like most of those relationships just develop with time. Mm-hmm. Like the more time you spend with someone, you either love them more or you hate them more. And I yeah. I truly believe yeah. in that. There's no in between. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. There was a... Yeah, I think I think time time is something that just like really helps that because there was a time in college where me and uh two of my friends that i met like kind of staggered right i met one my freshman year i met one this i met my junior year so i knew one for like two years spent so much time with her like we're still really good friends to this day and then the other one i met junior year when we were in accounting and we just happened to sit next to each other Mm -hmm. um and me and her were like that classmate. Like we talked. Yeah. And we were friends. We were the only two that like really knew what was going on, you know. And whenever like the teacher was like not getting the whole thing across to the class, it was always like me and this girl um, like figuring it out. And she would always come up like, hey, do you, you get this? And yeah. we're like, yeah. And so like we kind of like bonded over that and, like mm-hmm. with the teacher and stuff. And But we had that like friendship of like classmate. Like, yeah. We yeah. kind of knew each other. But then right. we just. Then we just like spent so much time like right. working on tests and quizzes together, and then next thing you know, randomly one day, me and this, me and the girl that I didn't know for very long, talked about like she was having this whole controversy with dudes, like <laughs> on on the track, t- like all this type of stuff, and we talked about it for like an hour and a half. Yeah, like during class, we talked about it after class and yeah. everything, and then coincidentally, all three of us ended up being a group: me, um, the accounting girl, and then the girl that I met freshman year. Yeah, and like. We all just like really clicked because we all had this assignment together. And before the assignment, the friend that I knew for a long amount of time, she was like, hey, I meant to bring like not, you know, uh, like bring this with me, but I accidentally did. But like, you guys want to take a quick shot so we can just get this assignment done? <laughs> because it was literally we had Hell to like yeah. record a podcast. Yeah, sure. Like ish type of like recording. Yeah. And she just goes, you guys just want to take a quick shot? And we're all just like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? You know, but it's like that time. My older friend knew that I was fine with it, but didn't really know the other girl. Mm. But like, we were all friends enough to where like it was it was a little bit more beyond like classmate. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Time, you know, and I mean, I still talk to I still talk to them frequently, and they're they're super cool. But it's like, then there's all those other people that I literally just sat next to in class, or right. like was in a group, and it was like, hey, let's just get what we need to get done. Yeah, done. Yeah, let's just get it done. Mm-hmm. And then it was not like maybe you see them around, and you're just like. What's up? Yeah, hi. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, you know. I, I you sorry. Go. No, you're good. You're good. I was done. Uh I was just gonna say this is kind of a generalization, and I know that this isn't always the case, but I would say that overall, like I, I tend to feel like the relationships between like two girls versus two guys or whatever, mm-hmm. just like two people of the same gender, they're different, you know? So like cause I feel like when I at least with me and my friends as a girl, I feel like my definition of getting closer to somebody is when you start to break past that surface level. And it's not just, oh yeah, I can just hang out with you to have a good time. But it's also, if something's Mm -hmm. going wrong, I can come to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So from like a guy's perspective, what do you personally feel it means for you to become closer with someone or for like someone to get past that surface level friend? And become like a close friend of yours. I think it's like breaking through a 
different type of barrier. Like once you get past the small talk, what's up, what yeah. you do last weekend type yeah. type talks. Like, oh, last week my girlfriend broke up with me. Yeah. What the fuck do I do? I've, or, I've been miserable all week yeah, long. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like for me, it's like there's even this really big difference between being able to like sit down with someone and talk about like all this like catch up on like this gossip or like relationship type drama but like to really be able to be like yeah all of these like let me open up to you about like something really horrible that happened to me in my past or like here's this really really terrible situation i'm in right now and i'm like so depressed like and like you're not necessarily going to them for a solution or anything like or advice even but just like you're just venting to them very freely and very Mm -hmm. vulnerably yeah you I feel to, like you have to be willing to be vulnerable, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's also like sometimes it can be hard to find someone where it feels like you can be vulnerable with them or like that they'd even like that they want that from you. I feel like yeah. I've met a lot of people where it's like it really feels like you can't ever break past that level with them because they just don't yeah. really whether it's like they just don't have anything in their life where they could. You know, there's people who just like they always seem happy and obviously no one's life is perfect but just like those people who've never really been through anything really like mm-hmm. life changing and so like they just really can't fathom anything like really dark and depressing yeah. like yeah. yeah i struggle with those types of people mm-hmm. a lot and i think it like i said it takes time but also there's like different like layers of breaking through like in in a, in a guy's perspective it would be like what you do last weekend how was your day and then it would be like talking about sports or like a common interest yeah with the with the guy and then after that i would open up about my life you know mm-hmm. rather than how was your weekend yeah my mom just died or whatever it <laughs> yeah. might have been you know yeah yeah do guys at least well for i guess you can only speak for yourselves but in your friendships you have with other guys do you feel like you guys ever have those like really deep talks where you're like really talking about your emotions or something troubling that has happened or that you're currently going through yes but it's like once in a very long time yeah Mm -hmm. it's not like a weekly or a monthly thing yeah yeah i think that's like where i just like i think i'm just someone where i really can't feel truly 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 close with someone until i have reached a point where i'm like yeah, I can tell you all this like sad shit mm-hmm. and you won't look at me any differently yeah. than you did yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just how I feel close to people. I I can't do this small talk. It's really, really hard I for me. I can't either. But I think I'm just like, I'm just an emotional person and I I like being able to like, I'm definitely a quality over quantity person. I'd much rather have just a couple of friends where you're just so close and you know everything about each other mm-hmm. than a bunch of friends where it's just like common interests, like you yeah. said, or like mm-hmm. we can just hang out and we just laugh together and that's like it. Mm-hmm. But I think for guys, it's a lot easier and to become friends and they like become friends a lot quicker than girls do. In my personal experience. Mm. Like, I feel like, like I'm imagining myself go to the gym right now and I see a guy, like, pretty frequently I start talking to him. And yeah. Then within a couple of weeks, we're homies. 
you know yeah i've I've seen some tiktoks about that and it's like guys you see at your econ 101 class and it's like monday you're like hey bro yeah tuesday hey bro you want to go get a beer hey bro yo did you see it and it's yeah. like within three days yeah Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. I think for me personally, I've definitely had those girls where it's like we just somehow become friends instantly. But I will say when I the guys I see, I think it's like a frequency thing. I yeah, do think yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. if you take like thing. a the percentage of the guys you meet that you like instantly become friends with, it's probably more. Like it happens more often because yeah. like I'll meet like a lot of people. And I, I think like when I meet the right person, I can become friends with them super quick. But it doesn't happen to me like a ton. Or we really become good friends yeah. who are in pretty regular contact. For me also, because I'm like a pretty quiet person, it's it's hard for me to find mm. those people that I like instantly click with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they do exist. I, I, I have friends that I have instantly clicked with before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just not as social of a person. So it's, I feel like it's more rare to find those people. Yeah. And I do feel like if I open myself up more and am more social in like different like public settings, I would be finding a lot more friends. Hmm. How does it make you guys feel when you have this friendship that's building and then they reach a point where they are the first one to start opening up about really personal things to you? Like, does it kind of make you uncomfortable or are you... Like, do you feel like instantly close? Because I feel like for me, I'm like, oh my god, they like really trust trust me, and yeah. I like feel honored, and then th- that makes me feel closer, even if I haven't shared anything about myself. I agree. I think if someone were to open up to me first, it would, it would like kind of unlock that like barrier mm-hmm. of like, okay, you trust me, now I can trust you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? Most of the, like, at least close friends in your life, do you think that there are people that you feel like you could go to for anything? Or do you think you only have, like, a couple people in your life like that? I think I do surround myself with people that I can trust with anything. Mm -hmm. So the friends that I do have, I feel like a good majority of them I could go to for anything. What about you, Kendall? Do you think so? I think so. And I think that's also because I don't really consider myself someone who has a lot of friends. And I, like I said earlier, like, I feel like that's kind of intentional on my end Mm -hmm. because I just, and that's not to say that, like, if I can't get past that surface level with people that I don't like them, like, I'll I'll still consider them like a, like a friend. An Um, acquaintance. Yeah. But, like, I really do try to surround myself at least the people who are in my close little circle, my own little bubble, I do try to be very intentional about who that is. And it yeah. usually, it ha- for me, for them to make it to that point, they have to be someone that I feel that way yeah, about. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Austin? Um, I don't know. I have like a whole, I have just like so many different types of friends. But yet, I need a therapist because I internalize my <laughs> issues. I mean, I, I trust a lot of people with with certain things, but like there's still there's still some things in my head that like nobody knows but me. Mm. Yeah. And and like 
it's intentional, but also it's kind of like, like if I have a serious conversation, there's a lot of things that I like want to talk about. I just don't. Yeah. Like I choose not to, or like bring up certain things that could give that person more context. I just don't bring it up. Mm. And I honestly don't really know why, but I, I'm, I, I definitely have, have a group of friends that like, like a handful of people that like, mm-hmm. that know like semi what's going on in my life and like kind of semi things that like have happened in my life. Mm-hmm. So they like know how I think yeah. about issues and like what, what I might need to like kind of move past. But at the same time, I'm also very selective with certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm very like walled up about, mm-hmm. mm. you know, and I mean, I can't even tell you like some of the things unless we're like in that conversation. Like they're just like so far like deep in a vault that like I couldn't even tell you what's in it. Yeah. Until we're like there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think that it, it's okay to maintain some of those things in your life that you don't share with anyone. Like everyone's entitled to that privacy. But I guess like if you were to reach a point where there was something on your mind that was really like personal and emotional that you just really felt you had to get off your chest like do you think that you have people in your life that you could go to and that you'd feel comfortable talking to about uh yeah i mean i'd be worried that they judged me because some of the stuff is like mm. wow but it's like it's it's wow to me and not mm. nece- it's not necessarily wow to them yeah yeah but yeah i mean i i would but i'd i'd have to be i'd have to like be in those emotional or like those very thought-provoking states yeah like i'm not mm. just gonna go up to you guys and just be like you know like yeah it, it's yeah yeah like that type like even if it's a big or small issue like it, it has to be like brought up or like in a conversation already so do you never like ever reach out to any of your friends when you're just having even if it's not something super deep but you're just having like a bad stressful day a lot of things are going wrong do you ever just reach out to someone and be like hey can i vent for a second no really like when i'm telling you i internalize like i internalize Mm. when i'm having a really anxious day like it's me Mm. can i could i talk to maybe i think like hey i'll call someone maybe they'll make me feel better you Mm. know like not just like talking to them yeah and that works but like i don't yeah no i don't really just like i need to vent for a sec like there's things that that i get frustrated about and like will like unintentionally vent yeah you know something that really made me mad you know but but like if something's like that i deal with it myself i feel like i don't do that either i don't reach out to people just to like vent after having a stressful day do you yeah. think that's like a personal you thing or do you think that's kind of a guy thing or mm. maybe maybe like a little bit of both yeah, yeah i think it's a little both too yeah because i i do think that i have a lot of guy friends in my life where we can talk about deep things but it's definitely not it's not common yeah and i think like because for that reason, when I have guy friends, when something's wrong and I need to vent, I feel like I tend to avoid going to them, not because I don't think that they care or anything. It's just like, it feels like we're not at that level, mm-hmm. even if like I feel really close to them in every other way, you know, it's kind of weird, but I don't know. I feel like I'm someone who like fit when something's really eating away at me, I physically cannot keep it in. Like, I mm. have to say it out loud, mm. even if it's something kind of, like, stupid and small. Because, like, once I say it, then I'm, it's, like, it's done, it's whatever, I'm not going to think about it anymore. 
but I have to say it at least once to one person. Mm. I just brew. I just let it sit there and brew. I do. I also let <laughs> I it can't. brew. I can't. And I just Which is probably not fucking it. healthy because it brews for one day and the next day it brews a little bit more. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then it's like Does you're so close to feel? boiling over yeah. and then the, li- the something totally unrelated will like trigger you just a little bit. Yeah. And then all the like frustration built or up. Like, of, ah! And like it keeps brewing and then you kind of get over it and then something triggers it and it yeah. comes back. So it's yeah. like so letting it brew strong. never really lets it. It doesn't really ever get better with time. Not really. No. <laughs> yeah, that really doesn't let, seem healthy. It's not. <laughs> I don't really let things go. Yeah. I mean, I I might just like shove it down, but like I don't, I don't, I don't let things go really, and that's bad. And oh, I know, yeah. I know it's, I know it's like actively an issue, and it's mm. bad. I just, just don't let it go. <laughs> well, I hope that one day you guys both reach a point where, even if it's not often, but like that you feel like you can just have someone in your life where you can just be like yo let me talk about this really quick like yeah. cause mm-hmm. i don't know i i just i do think it's helpful especially for those like smaller things yeah. but but i also feel like you guys are both good like when it comes to really small like insignificant things like i do feel like you guys both have the capacity to like let that shit go mm-hmm. but i also think it like i don't know it just i in my own opinion i just really do feel like it it changes my relationship with people so much when i like just have the courage to be like hey can i talk to you about this yeah yeah i think that's a good thing though I don't, yeah i think that's a healthy attribute for you to yeah. have if you feel like it one helps you but two like that it works you know i just love having deep conversations with people i know i know you yeah do. <laughs> like i obviously like when especially when there's like a friend that you're really close to and you see them a lot like obviously you're not always just gonna have a deep conversation 24 7 but yeah. I just, I, that, it just feels like a better use of my time with someone, you know, yeah. like, than just talking about, like, oh, like, how was school? Like, how's this going? Like, how was your weekend? I'm yeah. like, tell me about you. Like, what's going on in your head right now? I want to know these things. And I, I genuinely do. Like, when I ask, how are you? I'm like, I don't care what your answer is. Like, fucking tell me. Like, mm-hmm. if you're pissed off, if you're upset, if you're really happy, like, regardless, like, I want to know the truth. Don't just mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'm good. How about you? Yeah. yeah. I just hate, I can't do small talk with anybody. It just bugs me. <laughs> I get bored so quick and then I like don't, I don't know what to say. And you know, like I'm a talker. I usually don't run out of things to say. But when it's small talk, like I'm just like, it's so yeah. stale. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I, I, I totally see your perspective. Totally, totally see it. I just also think like, even if it's not my problem, like hearing about other people's stuff, I genuinely feel like I learn a lot from it, even if it's not my own experience. Yeah. It's just really insightful. And I just feel like I learn more about people in general and all these different kind of things that go on that I would have never thought about if they hadn't talked to me about it. Mm-hmm. And I think by doing that, that's allowed me to get better at empathizing with mm. people. Yeah. Yeah, true. Those deep conversations, like, like when I have them, they're like once in a long time, like maybe once a year. But when they happen, they're like good conversations. Yeah, and they stick with you. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Like you do take a lot of things. Out yeah. Of like there will be like, even if I don't remember the whole conversation, there will be a couple of things that were said that will like stick with me forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe one day when someone comes to you for help, like you can use what you learned from that conversation to help someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
or help yourself yeah i feel like there have been times too where it's like you're talking through someone else's shit and then later down the and you don't like have any way to understand what they're going through but then later down the road then something happens to you right that that conversation it's like oh well now i can actually understand that yeah everything happens for a reason even conversation huh history repeats itself it does I just think it's crazy how, like, just we're all different, separate people. We are all living a whole lifetime, and, mm-hmm. like, everyone's experiencing such different things at different times, at different rates, and, like, it's just, like, crazy, and I want to know all about it. I don't know. You should become a philosopher. <laughs> you should become Philosoph- a therapist. <laughs> I don't want to be a therapist. <laughs> Why not? You get to hear about people's shit all day long. Like, I think that I would like it for a certain amount of time, but I don't think it would be like what I want to do all day, every day. Really? As my career. I think you would be like good at helping people in that sense. Yes and no. I think it depends on like what, the problem is, I think it's just also like the only thing. This is I, I, this might sound kind of fucked up. I think like the thing that draws me away from therapy is like you can only work with so many people at once. Like you can only have so many clients. And mm-hmm. while it's cool that you get to keep meeting with this person and watching them grow and stuff, I like I truly just like I want to talk to so many people mm. and I want to keep having new conversations about different things and it's also like hard cuz like when you're a therapist it's like you don't really get to share your life with them it's very yeah. one-sided mm. and that's okay like that's like the whole point of it but I think like the way when I describe how much I like love talking to people and hearing their stories and stuff it's just like I love when it gets to be a mutual experience mm. mhm and I'm okay when it's not always that way. Like, I am totally fine if, like, every now and then it's just, like, we, we're we just going to talk about you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's totally fine. But, like, to with therapy, like, that's all it is going to be yeah. forever. Yeah. Because you got to be that's professional. Fair. It's all good. Just I be mean, a therapist. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be professional. <laughs> well, I you're don't just, know how long I'd be able to be a therapist you're, you're, if I'm not being professional. All right, and that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed our little therapy session 2.0. Follow our socials. They will be in our bio. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Peace.